Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Welcome along to our look back on some alternative stories from the past week. I'm Brad Hardware and here's what's coming up. We'll be speaking to Lennon Day, a student at Exeter University. He's been telling us about cases of drink spiking that have occurred in Exeter and now he and his business partner hope to prevent it with the device they've created together. We'll also be speaking to Oksana, a member of Exeter Friends of Ukraine, about how they're getting donations to Poland and the preparations in place for when refugees arrive. She also told us about why the cause is so close to her heart. And finally, we'll be looking at the vote of no confidence that took Councillor Nick Kelly out of his seat as leader of Plymouth City Council. Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Now, did you know that one in nine women say they are the victim of drink spiking? We spoke to Exeter University student Lennon Day about a product him and his business partner Chris King created to prevent drink spiking. He also told us about the amount of stories he's heard from various victims. Radio X's Joe Jenner caught up with him to find out more. So can you tell me what is the product that you've created? What we're selling is what we call a top stopper. It goes into your drink on a night out into a bottle and it stops people from tampering with your drinks. So the idea is that you have your drink, you open it up, you put your top stopper in and you put a straw inside. And once you put the straw inside, nothing can enter your drink. Um, We're also selling these extra branded bottle openers as well, because this is the only thing on the market at the moment that goes into a bottle. Clubs and stuff, they are selling these things that go over cups, like a little um, plastic film. But the most popular drinks for uni students are actually um, bottled drinks. For example, VKs. Those um, films going over the cups do not solve the issue of spiking in bottles. And then we did some market research and the response was incredible. Everyone loved it. It's so cheap, so easy just to place in and bring out on a night out. But the only issue was that some people said they were worried that now how do you stop bar staff from tampering with your drinks? Because obviously 99% of bar staff would never do it, but there's still that worry. So we created the bottle opener. So when you go to a bar, you can just ask them, oh, can I just open up in front of you? And then you open up yourself, you place your top stopper in and you can be sure that nothing's in your drink. What inspired you and your fellow business partner, Chris King, to create this product? We um, obviously took this module and the idea is to create a business to solve a problem. And we are part of these Facebook pages, one called Overheard. um, And then a few of the girls are part of um, one called Urban Angels. And every night, especially on the big nights out, there is multiple girls saying they have been spiked. Even if you go into the clubs, you see girls outside like passed out, like in a bad way that you just know it's not alcohol. So we knew this is the problem we were going to solve. It was such a big issue on our doorstep that nobody was doing anything about it as well. And do you know anyone that this has happened to? It happened to one boy, um, a rugby boy, which is unusual, but he was in a really bad state. He just went from rugby social with everyone and he was really, really unwell. And I think he got tested the next day and it showed that he had been spiked. I um, know a girl, not at the University of Exeter, but somewhere else who got spiked by injection. And that's a big thing that's happening. Obviously, right now we can't solve that problem, but that's a big issue at the moment too. If I put a post on Overheard or Urban Angels, I will guarantee there would be over 50 girls probably pop up. So it is a really big issue. We did some questionnaires and stuff and a lot of people said they'd been spiked. So when will the product be available? So these are currently um, being manufactured in England by a company called Spikies. They haven't actually got it out there. Um, well, in Exeter, they're nowhere to be seen. So we're working with them to get them out in Exeter. They're ready to go. We've got um, we've already sold a few hundred 
in Exeter. Um, last week, we were given a community grant by the Exeter Council um, of £500. So that's going to be used to buy them, give them out, um, do a bit of marketing, pay for the website. So it's ready to go. We're selling right now. That's Lennon Day, a student at Exeter University, talking to Radio X's Joe Jenner. Well, also this week, we spoke to Oksana, who is volunteering with the organisation Exeter Friends of Ukraine. She told us about the types of donations they've sent to Poland, as well as the support they've had from the local Polish community. She also gave us her reaction to the war in Ukraine, knowing her family's there. How were you able to get involved in Exeter Friends of Ukraine? I was terribly worried about what was happening in my country when the war started, and I wanted to do something to help. So I started to collect donations in Exeter, and I found a group of volunteers in London who were taking donations out to the Ukraine. Uh, so I contacted them and asked if they will be able to take my donation from Exeter if I were to do it, and they kindly agreed. So I started collecting donations and sending them to London. What sort of donations have been most popular? Uh, most popular it was uh, sleeping bags, yoga mats, canned long life and instant food, warm closets, medications and toiletries. What's the best way for people to get involved if they want to help out? Uh, the easy way to help us would be by using our Just Given page on the Facebook, Extra Friends of Ukraine. All the information is there and the same on our page at uh, Devon for Ukraine. Um, so we can continue to support my country. And also we're looking for the volunteers who would be happy to drive to Poland. And uh, we're still looking for the warehouse facilities in or around the Exeter area. Why is this cause close to your heart? Because it's my country involved, my family and people, my friends. And because I am Ukrainian, I can imagine how difficult it is for my people to be there. When, you know, the certain is... Uh, the ride is there every day they bomb in and I was obviously terrified and I felt helpless at the beginning that they couldn't do anything but actually I can do that and I'm doing a lot. Have you had any support from the local community? I have had a great deal of the help from the Polish community. My friend who established Facebook pages such as Devon for Ukraine and Exeter Friends of Ukraine as well as local businesses such as Zarogim. Polish shop, which was our first collection point in Exeter, Richard Tart, who allows us to use his farm as a location point for sorting and storing as a collection point, Cornwall Police, Parcel Force, and many, many more local organizations and community who have all been very, very generous, and I'm really grateful for that. Has the organization got any plans for Ukrainian refugees? Well, as you may know, there will be numerous refugees coming into the UK. And my friend, Ola Petrokova, she has established conversational cafe, which will provide information point for refugees, as well as lots of information can be found on a Devon for Ukraine refugees. Uh, this is other pages, and um, it will be very helpful for these new arrivals. Can you tell me a little bit about you and your reaction to all of this? Well, I am a nurse by profession, and it is in my nature to help other people. When the war started, I was shocked. I couldn't believe this is really happening. I contacted all of my family to find out how they were and to find out firsthand what's going on. I was too worried. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I felt really helpless at first, but within three days, I started collecting donations. And by the second days of collection, we had already sent one small lorry and one one. And so all of this was because of the generosity of the, our local communities, small businesses and individuals. 
And today, uh, so far, we have sent 15 won to my country, which have been gracefully received by Ukrainian people. It's a huge thank you. We help local hospitals in Ukraine. We help uh, children's center. We help uh, uh, soldiers as well with medications. So everybody, thank you from the bottom of the heart, you know, for all of the English people, Polish community, anybody who has been involved in all of these donations. And we're really, really grateful for that. That's Oksana of Exeter Friends of Ukraine talking to Radio X's Mitty James there. Now, earlier this week, Councillor Nick Kelly lost his seat as leader of Plymouth City Council after a vote of no confidence. Philip Cherm has the inside scoop, as well as a report on the heated debate. On Monday morning, Councillor Nick Kelly was the leader of Plymouth City Council. The Conservative for Compton Ward had been in the job for less than a year after the Tory group won the largest number of seats in the May 2021 elections. By Monday afternoon, that had all changed. Another Tory councillor, Richard Bingley, who's in Southway, was in the top job. A vote of no confidence had been called by the Labour group and carried, meaning Councillor Kelly was out. But it wasn't before some fierce and sometimes insulting debate. Labour leader and councillor for Hamward, Councillor Tudor Evans OBE, explained why he'd brought the motion. We need strong leadership. We need a leader that doesn't demand respect. We need a leader that commands respect. They are different things. And unfortunately, uh, this is not a time for command and control, particularly when you're not in command and you have no control. The Councillor Kelly had some loyal supporters, not least his Tory colleague Patrick Nicholson for Plimpton St Mary Ward. He questioned why Labour were bringing the motion now. Two days before the Council will enter the pre-election period, and less than six weeks before the people of Plymouth will elect 19 city councillors, today, Lord Mayor, isn't the time to bring democracy to its knees in this council. And he then tried to turn the tables on Councillor Tudor, suggesting that, with Labour's recent track record in elections, it should be him rather than Councillor Kelly who steps down. Having convincingly lost the local elections, Labour's Councillor Tudor Evans should hang his head in shame and resign as leader of the group. You know, what leader has lost as many elections as Councillor Evans and remains leading a political party. Tory support for Councillor Kelly was solid, but he was also backed by some independent members, including Councillor for Drake Ward, Chaz Singh, who also pointed to the Tories' successes last year. This is just embarrassing the city, and I think it's an embarrassment to the other side by bringing this forward. We've got local elections. When you win 14 seats out of 19... That's landslide. That's what you call leadership. In summing up, Councillor Evans slammed the leadership of the council and the tone of the whole meeting. For the last hour, we have been treated to the most vile personal attacks on long-serving members of this council for exercising their democratic rights to disagree with the leader of the council. But is this not the Nick Kelly way? It's his way or the highway. And that's why we are in the situation we are in today. The man does not allow dissent, whether it's in his own group or in the council. Councillors eventually voted 29 in favour of the motion, with 23 against. After another vote, Councillor Bingley became the new leader of Plymouth City Council with immediate effect. But that still wasn't the end of the excitement. 24 hours after a new cabinet was chosen on Tuesday, the Tories were about to suffer another blow. 
The Lord Mayor, Councillor Terry Beers, who's also a ward councillor for Plimpton Earl, resigned from the Conservative group. After a series of resignations and suspensions, it now means Labour has one more seat than the Tories on the council, but the Tories are still in control. We now have another six weeks to wait to find out what voters think of all the political excitement in Plymouth. That's Philip Cherm talking about Nick Kelly's vote of no confidence. Well, that's all for Devon Review this week. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get to your podcasts and we'll be back with another episode next Friday. Take care. Devon Review with Brad Hardware.